0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Butter Steve, and welcome to my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is September 22nd, 2022. It is currently 1.44 a.m. in the morning. I'm up late, and what am I doing? Of course, working on wedding photos, wedding videos, answering emails, and then I'm doing my podcast, talking to you folks, because... Apparently, I'm back into it now. I kind of got my voice back, but sometimes I have to make it a little bit gravelly because I can't hit those higher notes in this baritone voice because I still have a little bit of cough. So every now and then, I may have to pause the podcast to like uh, cough up some phlegm. You won't hear about it because I put the podcast in pause, right? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so what's on my mind? I got a lot to say about journalists because journalists, they love, to, they love to screenwrite. You know, they don't do their job as journalists. They don't report. They take a little bit of fact, little bit of facts here, a little bit of facts there, and they create their own storyline. And right now, they are targeting Brett Favre. And why are they targeting? Well, they think he is the mastermind in this $70 million federal welfare scam. Now, everyone in America is entitled to their innocence. You are innocent until proven guilty, but apparently in the media, they really don't care, especially if you're a guy growing up from the South. You're a white man, right? And uh, you know what? You You have conservative principles. Not to say that Trump... I mean, Brett Favre voted for Trump, but he was on the Tucker Carlson show. You know, he sounded like a very, very good guy. And uh, he doesn't sound like any type of antagonist, any type of villain who would willingly steal $70 million from needy people for himself. All right. But that's what they want you to believe. Anyway. So I'm going to start reading a few articles here. I will insert my opinion very, very often when needed, but you can uh, make your own decision uh, after I finish reading all of these. Of course, I will not read them uh, all out because there's a lot of things what journalists say between the lines, right? We have to be very careful in what they don't say because what they don't say sometimes is a lot more than what they do say, right? Subtext. Is much more important than on the nose dialogue. That was one of the rules we actually had over when we screen wrote a lot of scripts. Okay, so anyway, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Okay, well, this article was written, I guess, for MSNBC News, and it's called, and it's titled, The Nation's Poor State Used Welfare Money to Pay Brett Favre for Speeches He Never Made. Ooh, that sounds pretty bad, right? So it says here, the logline, the state auditor says $70 million in federal welfare funds went to Favre, a volleyball complex, and a former pro wrestler in a scandal that rocked Mississippi. So all of a sudden, the way they phrase this, it sounds as though Brett Favre got $70 million, or he got a big portion of that. The truth of it is that $1 million... Of the $70 million in welfare federal funds, right, went to Brett Favre. Now, $1 million out of $70 million, even, even one penny of this is not good when it goes to Brett Favre, right? Because this money was slated to go to federal, the federal welfare people. Well, you know, just the people in welfare. You know, these are the needy people in America, you know, the welfare. Well, really? Are they actually needy? Why don't we even ask that question? A lot of people on welfare who take advantage of the welfare system, they should not be on welfare. All right. So that's another question, but why don't we just say the 70 million dollars went to, are supposed to be going to needy people instead. One million of the 70 million went to Brett Favre. Okay. But the way they wrote this, it sounds like a big portion went to Brett Favre. So going on, it says Brett Favre earned nearly 140 million dollars as an NFL star quarterback over two decades and millions more in product endorsements. But that didn't stop the state of Mississippi, from paying Brett Favre $1.1 million in 2017 and 2018 to make motivational speeches out of federal welfare funds intended for needy families. All right, fine. All right, I mean, just really, really just fine with this. Now, you you know, here's the thing. (laughs) Bureaucrats, politicians, the state, they do this kind of BS all the time. All the time now I'll give you my own experience on what's uh, on, on the money that had been misdirected because they're they supposed to go toward my company but did not so do you remember a long time ago these tobacco companies they got sued by these uh, these prosecutors and they got sued for a lot of money because they said they were gonna these tobacco companies were unfairly Targeting children, unfairly targeting children, and, and and getting and getting a lot of smokers, you know, to smart start start this bad habit, and they sued them for billions, billions, and billions of dollars. So much that many of these really large companies uh, uh, were, in, were 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 threatening to go out of business. Okay, a lot of them, a lot of them had to re-register the companies. Some had to file for bankruptcy. I mean, it was an entirely big mess. Now, billions of dollars ended up going to a lot of states. Now. I think about fifty million, or fifty million, or close to five hundred million dollars, something like that. It's been a long time. Went to the state of Hawaii. Now, at this time, I thought this was a blessing from God because I ran um, a nonprofit, five hundred one c three, which I had created called Generation Life, which was aimed at. At a uh, edu- uh, re-educating young kids to not smoke, we were an anti-tobacco event company. And so we were going to throw a really big free concert for kids uh, who who had um, who would feature celebrities who were just completely anti-tobacco, anti-drug, all those really good things, right? So, so I, I hear that our state got you know fifty million dollars or five hundred million dollars. I'm not sure, off by a zero, but that's a lot, right? But you know, it's, it's been a long time. Anyway, they get all this money and ask, well, well, like, can we get just at least $1 million of this? And what happens? Now, this money that is supposed to be slated to go to kids, half of that, I found out, went to our state coffers to balance the budget. And out of that other $25 million or $250 million, whatever it is, it went to golf tournaments, cooking shows, all of these other things that, again, it didn't, it wasn't slated to to, to go. And then I had to go beg the Hawaii Tourism Authority, which got some of this money for for to use for my nonprofit, and I and they the Hawaii Tourism Authority bragged about my five hundred one c three on the news and all this, and they didn't give me one penny. Where did all that, that money went? It went to the Sony Open for their purse, their one million dollar purse. So at the end of the day of this. 50 million or 500 million dollars that our state got from these, uh, this, this tobacco money settlement. Zero dollars went to my 501c3 generation life. Zero dollars. And then right after that, September 11th happened. So we, so that entire event didn't happen because all the sponsorship money just, just dried up. But that money, if, if we could have just got one sliver of the money that was supposed to be slated to help young kids, you know, to, to, uh, to actually stop smoking, we would have gotten that money. So what happened over there in Mississippi, money that is slated for the federal government, it, it happens all the time. Bureaucrats do this crap all the time. I mean, I went to the Department of Health. This is, this is, again, from that tobacco money. And one of my friends, he was a television producer, and he was producing things for the te- uh, for the Food TV Network. Well, the director of the Department of Health at that time, or the director of marketing, was a huge food TV, uh, I, guess, I, guess, uh, I guess, fan, and they wanted to work with the celebrities. So they ended up giving $100,000 to fund a few episodes of this Food TV Network. So they said the Department of Health, and it's a little, little line, Department of Health would fund help fund the Food TV Network show. And it was right here at the end of the credits, and they gave like $100,000, but it helped bring in that production here. But it had nothing to do with tobacco. I mean, you think the little kids are going to read that little line and say, oh, yeah, I don't want to smoke now because this big big Food Network celebrity here you know, told me not to smoke. In fact, that Food TV Network, they did not do anything that had to do with tobacco. Nothing. And they got $100,000. Now, here's the funny thing. The the state of the the Department of Health. These are the guys who process your marriage license, right? And, um, these guys for their marketing, but they spent it all—all all of the marketing money that they only got hundred thousand dollars out of the five hundred or fifty million dollars that our, that our state got. Get that? They only got one hundred thousand dollars, and they just spent it on this food TV network. So again, they do this crap all the time, all the time. The government bureaucrats raid funds. Right or borrow against funds, and they don't think nothing of it. They don't think they'll ever get caught. Here in Hawaii, here in Hawaii, we have a hurricane, ta- a, a, a hurricane fund. Right now, why was that hurricane fund created? Well, the hurricane fund was created because when we got hit by uh, Hurricane Iniki or or, or or Hurricane Eva, these are like hurricanes from a long time ago. Well, we, there was so much devastation here that the insurance companies didn't pay out uh, anything to help fix some of these to fix some of these homes. So what, what ended up happening was that a lot of homes he didn't have any money to get uh, to get like uh to get repaired right and the these uh these uh, uh these um these insurance companies use every single trick in the book uh every single excuse not to dole out the cash they said oh yeah you got you got water damage but this water damage that you got wasn't caused by the hurricane right this water damage that you got was it, it this was actually from flooding from a, from a mer- from a flood but it's not actually from the hurricane I mean it's like come on really Really? No, the, the flood was caused by the hurricane, but that's what they would make every single excuse not to dole out the cash. So what, what happened? The state created a fund that you would pay every, every single month you pay your mortgage. A part of that money would actually go to this hurricane fund, right? What, and that fund is put into a trust fund. It's a trust fund for people who own homes in Hawaii. What happens? The state of Hawaii, the governor, a Republican governor, writes an executive order and says, well, it's actually 100% legal now to uh, to um, to steal from those coffers so we can pay the teachers more in Hawaii. So uh, money, which wasn't theirs, <laughs> here in the state of Hawaii, was used to pay teachers in Hawaii more. And the teachers thought they are 100% okay with it. So they stole from it. Now, I'm not saying what, what happened to Brett Favre or what, you know, all those things are okay, but this type of crap happens all the time. Our social security, the Democrats, Republicans, they borrow against it all the time, and and they pay back with these promissory notes, which is like they don't really pay pay back at all, you know. You borrow against social security with what more government money? It doesn't make any sense. You're just putting more money to pay off another loan. It, you know, it, you're just increasing debt. You're, then that leads to higher inflation. You know, it's one big mess. Now, why is Brett Favre like tied up into this? Well, Brett Favre. You know he's just a big name. He's just a big name. Now, get this. Now, I know I just read a little bit in, into the into the article, you know, and I'm going off on a tangent, but I am explaining to you a lot of things that they're not saying in the article. So right now he is being accused. He, he is being accused of saying this state of Mississippi State paid Brett Favre 1.1 million dollars from 2017 to 2018 to make motivational speeches. Right? They paid him, right? out of federal welfare funds, but, he, but apparently he never gave those speeches. And then, and then the state auditor said to you, because you didn't give those speeches, you, we want the money back with interest because you didn't give the speeches. The question everyone should be asking yourself, you pay for those speeches, but did you schedule Brett Favre for speeches? Right. Maybe Brett Favre didn't, didn't, uh, deliver those speeches because you didn't schedule him to speak. You didn't schedule a PSA. Do you, did you ever think about that? No, the auditor doesn't think like that. Why does it, why isn't anyone asking those questions? You can pay someone. You know, I've had couples, I've had couples pay me for a wedding. All right. And what happens? They break up. They break up. Now, I have a policy saying, hey, you know what? If I can book a wedding equivalent or more on that day of, I'll give you 100%, what do you call it? Refund. But what are the chances of someone actually booking on the same day, the same, you know, when they break apart the day before their wedding? Okay, this is horrible. You know, I had one bride that she found out the groom was cheating on her with one of the bridesmaids. How do you like that, right? So they broke up. They already put 100% of their money down. And I said, what do you want to do with it? She said, just keep it. You know, just keep it. So so I got to keep a couple grand, a couple grand, right? And I didn't even take one photo. We didn't do one wedding. Now, I paid off all my other, you know, the limo driver, everyone to show up because everybody got to get paid, right? You know, but I got, you know, everyone got paid for not doing anything because we had no bride. We had no groom. We had nothing. You know, the the caterer, you know, he didn't even deliver the food, but he had food there. He had food. And he asked us, do you want to just like have a party and just invite everyone there? Because we have all this food, Right? And it's the same thing. You book Brett Favre, but if you don't have a PSA for him to speak on, then it's up to you. You have to eat it. You can't ask for your money back and then demand interest. You paid for a service, but you didn't schedule that service to happen. I'm sorry, Mississippi State auditor, you are wrong. You should not be asking for your freaking money back. So I'm going to continue with this article here. So apparently Favre has repaid the fees, although not the $228,000 in interest that the auditor also demanded. So the auditor is demanding, that's a lot of interest, right? You're talking, you're talking, he only made $1.1 million and then the interest is $228,000? What is that, 20% interest? No, that's, you don't get 20% interest. In this, he got paid. He got paid. He doesn't have to refund the money. Alright. But the revelation continuing, but the revelation by the auditor, auditor that $70 million in welfare funds was doled out to a multi athlete, a professional wrestler, a horse farm, and a volleyball complex are at the heart of the scandal that has rocked the nation's poorest state. You know, sparking par- the parallel state and federal criminals investigations that have led to charges of guilty pleas involving some of the key players. Favre Hasn't been accused of a crime or charge and he declined an interview. Of course, who the hell would you want to interview? Because these guys, MSNBC, have already painted him as a villain. His lawyer, Bud Holmes, said he did nothing wrong and he never understood he was paid with money intended to help poor children. Now, this could be 100% true because when you get paid by the government, when you get paid by the government, all right, do you know where the money's coming from? I mean, I mean, honestly... Do you know which coffer that money is coming from if you work for the government? I don't. I've got paid by the government 100 100 times, probably. I'm just saying that, you know, probably not 100 times, but you don't to work with the government that much. But I've got paid by the government a lot of times, a lot of times. I don't know where the money comes from. Do you? No. All I know is that the government has a lot of money. So, hey, charge them whatever you want to charge, right. All right. So Holmes acknowledged that the FBI had questioned Favre in the case, a fact that hasn't been previously reported. The saga, which has been boiling down at a low grade for two and a half years, drew new attention in July when the state welfare agency fired a lawyer who had been hired to claw back some of the money just after he issued a subpoena seeking more information about the roles Favre and the former Governor Phil Bryant Republican played. The current governor... Republican Tate Reeves acknowledged playing a role in the decision to sack Brad Piggott, accusing the Bill Clinton appointed former U.S. attorney of having a political agenda. But the state official who first uncovered the misspending and fraud, Auditor Shad White, is a Republican. So this is fine. You know, Republicans, Democrats, it shouldn't matter. All right. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter at all. Okay. so here's the other thing. Brett Favre he has no control of this welfare fund he has no control of where well, of where money is allocated okay he has no he has no fun, he has no um authority to reappropriate funds who has who has that authority probably the governor probably some legislators in fact i think i'm not sure how the mississippi state uh, state legislature works i think bureaucrats You know, are the only ones who can, you can slate money to be used for a different purpose. So again, a lot of times they want to work with a celebrity. And here comes a celebrity who was working as a lobbyist for his daughter's school. You know, his daughter goes to this Mississippi school and they want a new volleyball complex. And the volleyball, and the school says, well, you know, they know that, you know, you know, uh, Brett Favre is, uh, is, uh, so-and-so's father. And they probably asked him, hey, can you try to get money? Cause we want to get this, we want to get this, uh, what do you call it? Complex here. And he probably said yes. And he, and he did it on behalf of the school. Uh, and he, he did it on behalf of his daughter. And was he trying to say, well, we're going to like, he thought he was doing a good thing. I mean, was he trying to do an evil thing here? I don't think so. Was the money that was slated that he got from this welfare fund going to his pockets? Absolutely not. Was the money that he slated that for the, the speeches, did he know that that was coming from the welfare fund? I don't think so. I really don't think so. All right, so I'm going to stop reading this article. Let's go over to the next article about this entire thing, okay? And, you know, to be true, to be honest, I read the article that I was reading to you and the rest of it just goes, you know, into like the history of Brett Favre and, you know, some other tech scandals that he was texting, you know, some other woman and, you know, and he had texted him some pictures of his private parts and all just a lot of different things just to insult Brett Favre over and over and over again. By the way, that scandal right there was proven to be 100% false, 100% false. That girl who accused Brett Favre of doing some wrong things and doing those things to be, you know, sending naked pictures of himself over to there. Well, (laughs) I'm sorry, The, the evidence that she presented, it really didn't match her story. I did some research into that, and that was completely baloney. All right, so this next article here comes from the Mississippi Free Press. And that title of this article is called, it says here, it's In-Depth How Brett Favre Secured $6 Million in Welfare Funds for a Volleyball Stadium. So again, Brett Favre is working as a lobbyist here. Does he know that those funds will come from a welfare fund that was slated for other needy families? Absolutely not. I don't think so. Well, I, don't, I don't say absolutely not. But there's no proof that he knew right now. Okay, so here we go. I'm starting. Multiple prosecutors are still examining the facts and making decisions about criminal charges in Mississippi's sprawling welfare scandal that saw millions in funds meant for poor families go instead to wealthy celebrities, Mississippi State Auditor White said on Thursday, September 15th. The auditor made that remark on CNN. Oh, great, CNN, right? After court documents filed on Monday, September 12th revealed dozens of text messages that showing how retired NFL star Brett Favre, former Mississippi, former Mississippi governor Phil Bryant and nonprofit leader Nancy New coordinated, her name is Nancy New, coordinated on procuring welfare funds to finance an $8 million volleyball stadium. So New ran the nonprofit Mississippi Community Education Center when it directed $5 million in temporary assistance for needy families to the University of Southern Mississippi Athletic Foundation, whose board she sat on to fund the stadium on the Hattiesburg campus. Her nonprofit also directed $1.1 million to Far for motivational speeches he never delivered. So, okay, okay, so get this. So this is how it worked. This is how it worked. Now, Apparently out of that 70 million dollars right that happened this nonprofit got got some money. And then that nonprofit said, "Hey, we're going to use this money. To, uh, we're going to use this money for this volleyball stadium and we're going to use this money for uh you know for for Brett Favre for, uh, to to pay him for speeches." That when you get that money from the federal government or or whatever it is first Mississippi state gets that money and then they dole it out to whoever they want and that nonprofit gets to do it gets to do whatever they want to do with that money that's exactly how it worked here in hawaii when Hawaii got that $50 million or $500 million, right? Then it went out to, to all these other big nonprofits, you know, the Hawaii Tourism Authority, the Hawaii Visitor Convention Bureau, and, and all these other things. And then those people, those, those uh, nonprofits or those bureaucratic agencies got to do whatever they wanted to do with that money. They did. They really, really did. Now, is that breaking the rules? Now, when you have, when you're working with federal money, it's a little bit more sticky, right? Now, <laughs> it is a little bit more sticky. When you're working with, like, say, for example, something from a class action lawsuit, I, I don't think it is as sticky as it is with federal money. But again, this is a problem that Nancy New did with her nonprofit organization. Did Brett Favre know that, that, that money was coming from you know, from uh, $70 million had, had, had debt that maybe she had gotten from them? No, I don't think so. There's no proof of that. Okay, so she and her son, Zach New, okay? So apparently the mother, Nancy New, and the son, Zach New, have pled guilty to multiple state charges, including bribery and wire fraud as part of the plea agreement. So where's the bribery coming here? Where, where is the bribery? I, I don't understand that. I, where, where is wire fraud coming in here? I don't understand either. Those are probably, you know, petty type of, you know, charges and all that. Okay, so the newly revealed text messages revealed publicly in court filings in a separate civil suit this week. So it's a civil suit now. It's not a, it's not a criminal suit. Shed light on how six point one million dollars meant for the poorest families in the poorest state wound up going to Favre and a pet project at his alma mater instead. So here they are, single pet project and all that, right? It wasn't a, it wasn't his pet project. Mississippi Mississippi wanted a volleyball stadium. They probably went to Brett Favre and asked him, "Hey, can you lobby for, for some money on us on, on your behalf?" You know, that's what it is. The, the university's own government, it looks like Brett Favre is probably a, is still a scapegoat. So in a filing seeking to compel ex-Governor Bryant to turn over information about the volleyball stadium scheme that went public on Monday, September 12th, um, the MCEC, I have no idea what that is, noted that the state's lawsuit claimed the organization paid Favre $1.1 million simply for the purpose of enriching him. How can they claim that? Now, that's the speech money. So they're saying, hey, Favre, Here, just take one point one million dollars. We're just going to enrich you. No, that is what they're claiming. The claim is that he was paid. That was that's that's what the auditors claiming. He's supposed to give a speech, which he never gave because they never hired him. They, They never they never had a PSA for him to do. The evidence, however, shows that MCEC paid Farv one point one million dollars expressly to provide Farv with additional funds to use for construction of the volleyball facility. The non the non-founded, the newfounded nonprofit group filing says so. The auditor is saying now the auditor this this is very interesting the auditor all right the auditor just looks at books and numbers he does not look at motivations he did not even interview Nancy New or the son. Okay, he's not an investigator. He is an auditor. They only look at books. How can he tell, how can he say that the evidence, however, shows that the MCEC paid Favre 1.1 million dollars expressly to provide Favre with additional funds to use for construction of the volleyball facility? He can't prove that. He cannot prove that whatsoever. All right. So on July 24th, 2017, a meeting was held at UCM, USM. In attendance were Favre, then Mississippi Department of Human Services, John Davis, Ted, Teddy DeBias, Nancy New, the USM athletic staff, and other MDHS and MCEC officials. Okay, right? So apparently all of them were involved. All of these guys were involved, right? And they're trying to get, this is how you get money. This is how you get bureaucratic money. Right? Or this is how, you, how it works. Oh, is this some type of big scheme? No. Absolutely not. Somebody knows, though, where they're getting money from. Supposedly, this was the first time Favre had asked MDHS for funding for its volleyball facility. Yet, MDHS on the spot committed $4 million in, in uh, TANF funds for the construction of the volleyball facility. So... They committed $4 million. So he was, again, working as a lobbyist. That's what you do. Instead of asking for votes, you ask for money. That's what lobbyists do. That's not illegal, all right? That's not illegal. Now, where that nonprofit was getting the money from, there's nothing saying that he knew, all right? He just asked for the money. Okay, the filing directs readers to Exhibit 3, showing a text message, Farcent sent new Nancy knew at 5, 10 PM later that day. So quote, he says, Nancy, thank you again. John mentioned 4 million and not sure if I heard him right. Very big deal. Can't thank you enough. Smiley face. So apparently this indicts Brett Favre. That indicts Brett Favre. That quote. You notice when the media says text indict, uh, show that Brett Favre knew, they never read the damn text. How many of you actually heard the damn text? That's the text. The text says, Nancy, thank you again. John mentioned 4000000 and million. I'm not sure if I heard him right. Very big deal and can't thank you enough. He got $4 million for the volleyball court. The volleyball stadium. He's thanking her. Does that mean that, you know, when you go to a a government official and they they say, I'm I'm trying to rally to to get some money here for my, for my kids or my kids' university to make them, make them, make a volleyball stadium. I'm going to get four million dollars. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Really? How can you connect the dots? You can't connect the dots there. (laughs) This, (laughs) the writers are screenwriting. And it's not even a good, it's not even, it's not even a good, you know, you, you can't, it's not even good evidence to convict him or to put a label of a villain on top of him. All right, so, again, now, continuing on with the article, but Favre, quote, knew a state-of-the-art volleyball facility was likely to cost more, the MCEC filing says. To make matters worse, USM apparently had a policy, I'm quoting here, that any construction project on campus had to be funded fully and the money deposited in USM's account before construction could begin. Therefore, Favre sought to secure additional funds that he knew would be needed to break ground. So? So? So he can't ask for money? You can't go lobby the government. You can't go lo- lobby this nonprofit and all that. You have to know how they get their money and their inner workings. Really? Really? You know, when I, I used to go knock on doors when I, you know, for sponsorship money. I used to go and, and, and knock, knock on every single door for sponsorship money when I, when I ran that 501c3. And, and that's how I would wake up early in the morning because here in Hawaii, the, the, the time zone the difference between here in New York City where all of the marketing departments are, I would just wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, call them, beg them for money, and I would get it, right? But do I know how those, not, how those uh, other companies were actually getting their money? Absolutely not. Could they be getting it from welfare money, donations, all those different things? I don't know. I really don't know. Do, do we have to connect the dots? I mean, is it really up to the lobbyist or the person asking for the money to make sure that money doesn't come from a bad source? That's my question. It's so hard to do. You really don't know that. You know, I I remember telling one of my friends before, it was a funny thing that the Mormon church. Was actually funded by from pornography. I told him that, right? And, and, I, and I just said that in a, in a very ludicrous way because the Mormon Church, one of their biggest donors, is the Marriott family. And the Marriott family, they, they own a lot. They own a lot of uh, Marriott hotels, right? Of course, right? The Marriott hotels. Do you open the drawer? There's a Book of Mormon there. And what do they do on the in-room hotels? One of their biggest profiteer making making schemes there is selling pornography. <laughs> In the in-room hotel. So you not only do you have the Book of Mormon in there, you know, you have, you have the ability to purchase a lot of porn in these hotels. And that's a really, really, really big profit maker. And that goes straight to the Marriott's. And the Marriott's, when they have all their money, right? And they tithe, they tithe it to the Mormon church because they're required to give, you know, 10% or whatever is like that. And, a, and, a, and a, where's that money coming from? A portion of it is coming from the porn industry. But the, but the, but the Mormons don't take it. And I, and I just said that in a very ludicrous argument. Of course, it doesn't matter. The Mormons, you know, you know, they're out there to make a profit. The Marriott's are, are out there to make a profit. You know, so it, it just doesn't matter. It's, it's like asking me when I get paid by my couples, do I know how my couples made that money? Maybe some of them stole that money. Maybe they, maybe one of them is a, one of them is a really big, you know, bank robber who stole the money like millions of dollars years ago, right? I don't know that. I, am I supposed to ask? Hey, where's this money coming from? Is Brett Favre supposed to ask? Where's this money coming from? Really? Really? Okay. All right. So going on. The September 12th court filing showed that the retired NFL star sent another text message several days later. Okay, let's read another text message. Quote, Also, I want to help you. and was thinking a public service announcement is one option that could be done quickly and easily put together, Favre wrote. Soon after, he wrote saying, quote, He could record a few radio spots here initially and see how it was received and whatever compensation could go to USM. So, <clears throat> Again, He's throwing out an idea, and they're saying, Oh, that's great. That's great. So they give him the 1.1 million dollars and he's gonna give that to USM. Alright? Does that sound like an evil guy, like some type of villain? He is saying, pay me for, pay me for this, but the USM already got four million dollars. I need a little bit more money, so I'm gonna give this speech, you pay me, but then just pay, I'm gonna do this PSA for you for free. That's my speaking fee, and just pay it directly to USM. Now, of course, those, 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 uh, PSAs and all those things never happened because of, you know, who knows, who knows? Was it a pay for play scheme? Absolutely not. There's no proof of that, but that's the auditor screenwriting. He's only looking at numbers. There's nothing. All right. So continues quote $4 million, Brett Favre wrote, just kidding. Ha ha ha. The first phase could be $500,000 and after September we can renew. This is a good, good approach. She wrote, what do you think? Right. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's New wrote. New wrote that. Okay. Four million. So New wrote this. Oh, the way they write these articles. Okay. So New, Nancy New wrote, four million dollars. Just kidding. The first phase could be $500,000 and after September we can renew. This is a good approach. What do you think? She's texting Favre. And then Favre replied, was just thinking that there was a way to do it. Right. So, What's wrong with that? Right? So so uh um Brett Favre wrote, My biggest concern is time commitment, so the manage so can manage that I'm good. Nancy New assured him that it would be fine, the tech show. And then she said, Please don't worry about your time commitment. We can only imagine how many directions you are pulled. Just a few things here and there spread out will be plenty. Okay, great. So Brett Favre is saying He's a really busy guy, you know. Uh, you know, so I'm being pulled every single single way. Make sure when you do these PSAs or anything, we do it very, very efficiently. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Okay, so on August second, twenty seventeen, the NFL star uh, from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, sent a new sent a text to New She <laughs> Nancy New, her last name is also New. So it makes it makes everything, it makes everything kind of strange here. So sent a text to Nancy New saying that. He, he had spoken with John Davis, the head of MDHS at the time, who, who now faces multiple charges, and he wrote, quote, looks as though the facility is going to be more than we thought, which is always the case, Favre wrote. Later that month, Favre's daughter would begin her freshman year at the University of Southern Mississippi and a freshman season at the, at the USM women's volleyball team. On August 21, uh, Hattiesburg WDAM reported that she would be The only Mississippi native on the year squad. So, why is that even significant? Why why are they telling that? Okay, Brett Favre had just okay. This doesn't make any sense. All right, so so let's see here. Uh, After prosecutors announced their first indictments of the investigation in the TANF welfare fraud scandal in February 2020, following a seventh-month investigation, Brett Favre denied knowledge of the source of the 1.1 million dollars he had received. Of course. How would you know? stupid, right? But the text that includes MCEC's filing indicate that he had concerns about the funding source becoming public. All right, so here we go with the quote. If you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? And then that's what he wrote. Now, that's the only text that is in the September 12th. Now, what is he talking about? If you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? So he's just asking, you know, where is if, if you were to pay me, is there any way that the media can find out where it came from and how much? So they're just saying, the, the the writers are saying from may mean that Brett Favre knows that this money is coming from a welfare fund. Does, is that what he means? Is that what he actually means? Or does he mean is coming actually from the nonprofit? Or it doesn't mean that, hey, I am supposed to be, pay, be paying for this PSA, but the, actually this PSA money, which is actually not coming from me, is coming from you, right? Going to directly to, uh, from the nonprofit to the volleyball stadium instead of coming from me, right? So that's the question right there. So, and then the lady says, no, we never have that information publicized. So the next Quote out there says, No, we never have that information publicized. She's talking about whether or not the fund the way the funding money goes from the nonprofit. That's what they're saying. I that's what she says. No, we never have that information publicized. So she is not talking about the federal money. She is just talking about the way the way they pay their money out. Okay. I understand you being uneasy about that though. Let's see what happens on Monday with the conversation with some of the folks at Southern. Maybe it will click with them hopefully. That's all it is. That's all it is. So again, what what Brett Favre is asking is that whether or not he, uh, the money that he is going to be paid to do the PSA will be publicized through this nonprofit. Okay, because he's wondering if that 1.1 million dollars, which is coming from that nonprofit, is that going to be publicized, saying we paid you 1.1 million dollars for this PSA? Because the PSA is supposed to be a public service announcement; it's supposed to be free. Okay, right? Or, or all these radio spots? Is he wondering? And that money, which he's going to get, 1.1 million dollars, is going to go toward. It's going to, actually going to go toward uh, the university. He's not going to get in any of this. Are they going to publicize this? How are they going to do this? right? That's what, that's what he may be talking about. Is he talking about where the federal funds are coming from? Does he know that of the $70 million of some of that money which that nonprofit got? Does he know that? He doesn't know. Or does he? It's impossible to tell with that text. But if you're a screenwriter, you can write it that way. And that's what they're doing. Now, I'm writing it the other way. And I'm making the argument because the text that follows from Nancy New says, no, we never have that information publicized. If they were doing something illegal and taking months from the federal money, would she even ever say that? She would say something that we, we won't let, let, let that get out of the box. We will never, you know, she said, she's talking about something else. She's talking about something else. <laughs> Now, here's the, here's the interesting thing. When you run a nonprofit a 501c3, you have to disclose where your money's going to. You have to 100%. So, so if you get, if they, if they do actually, you know, you know, um, uh, uh, I guess, I guess, uh, audit you or something like that, you have to tell them so, so-and-so got this money, so-and-so that got that money. You know what I find very interesting? That this, that the whole, the whole entire media, they're, 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 they're paying so much attention to this, this little quote-unquote scandal. Right? But they're not paying attention to Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter fundraised billions of dollars and then really enriched themselves, took that money, didn't put it at all into Black communities or any program to get young kids out of the street. And they used that money to fund, you know, crimes and also, also fund, fund violent protests around the nation, destroying the nation, separating our nation, and then bought multi-million dollar homes Multiple homes, right? Multiple homes in their name. And and the media is just completely quiet. In fact, they have those leaders of Black Lives Matter on their show and still celebrate them. They're, they're commentators on their show. How do you like that? They're criminals. Right? They don't talk about Hunter Biden's laptop, the Joe Biden, the scandals around Joe Biden... The pay for place games around Joe Biden, the Hillary Clinton Foundation, the Clinton Foundation. How do you like that? They don't talk about that, and they don't talk about all the other things. Obamas are all involved with none of that. It's all focused on Brett Favre. One point one million dollars. You know that he said, "I'll do a PSA for you," and all this money goes to the university, right? Are you going to publicize that? We're going to show. Are you going to show where the, where the money came from, from the nonprofit, right? Not from the. He never said. He never ever said, are, do, are they going to know that we stole money from, from money that was intended for welfare recipients? Now, what do we, why don't we, do we even go even further than this? Have you ever went to the supermarket and then you stand in line and you see the person buying food on welfare? They're on welfare. And you know what? They don't look poor. And what are they buying? They're buying food better than you. It's almost every single time. The people on welfare are, you know, they get, you know, they don't look poor. We, you know, my family, we, we own some homes here over here, right? We have section, we have people in section eight. We have people in section eight. One of our, one of our tenants who was on section eight went to the Super Bowl twice. I never went to the Super Bowl one time. They are huge New England, New England Patriot fans. And they, he went to the Super Bowl twice. They're on section eight. Their, their rent is covered 100 percent covered you know, they, you know they're, they're no longer tenants of ours but you know it's crazy it's crazy right and they had I guess what their, what their job was they were nurses so they made a lot of money they're on section 8 and they're getting welfare they're getting welfare and they're also getting free rent they're getting free money for food and free money for rent how do you like that and they, so they knew how to work the system. And here we are saying, "Oh, Brett Favre and all this kind of stuff." And all that. when he, it looks like he honestly didn't know when there's welfare fraud getting being committed every single day of the every single day of the week, every single day of the week. And all of a sudden, Brett Favre is the villain we all only can talk about, right? We can't talk about Black Lives Matter and their fraud. We can't talk about the Clinton Foundation and their fraud. We can't talk about the Bidens and their fraud, the Obamas and their fraud, all those other things out there, right? No, no, no. We can't talk about all those things. We have to focus on Brett Favre. Well, I'll tell you what. I got Brett Favre's back here. I am biased. You know, I took a look at his personality type. You know, I, I'm a screenwriter. I do those kinds of things. When he did his interview on Tucker Carlson, he spent an hour... The interview on, on Tucker Carlson, I think it's called Tucker Carlson Today, he spent about a good two hours talking to Tucker Carlson. This guy's a good guy. He's not a person who steals. People who steal... Always steal. So if you're stealing, and when you're in your late 50s or early 60s, not sure how old Brett Favre is. He looks pretty old, but he's pretty young. They have, they have would have stolen when they were much younger. Okay, you're going to, so you're gonna see, you know, a, a, a trail of compulsive bad habits. All right, but what you see with Brett Favre is a compulsive trail of good habits. And he's been always a good guy. He does stuff for the community. He does stuff, everything for kids. He does stuff, all these good things. And here he is being villainized, you know, because he got involved with a scandal. And he just meant to do good. He wasn't enriching himself. That's my opinion. Like it or not, I am here to, to defend Brett Favre. And that's it for this podcast. Talk to you all folks later. Bye. Alright everyone, that's it for today I had fun podcasting If you like what you hear, please share my podcast, if you can't find me look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2movies That's BBQ, T-O, Movies. Yeah, the TO is not the number 2 by the way, it is T-O like Terrell Owens So that's BBQ2movies Catch you around